0: Good morning and welcome to a very, very special edition of the Paul Green Comedy Podcast. I have stand up comedian, social media influencer, amazing dancer, and great human being, by the way, and very good at uh providing accommodations to out of town comedian guests. Elizabeth Wikert, thank you so much for being on the Paul Green Comedy Podcast. <laughs> Was that
1: I like to applaud for myself?
0: Yeah, you do. Well, Sometimes as comedians, that's the only one applauding is ourselves, and usually not even then. Usually, it's we're our worst hecklers. So, thank you so much for coming on to uh, the podcast. I am in Kansas City right now, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri.
1: Well, you're in Saint Joseph.
0: I'm in Saint Joseph, right?
1: That Kansas City is the the place.
0: Thank you, <laughs> thank you for the correction.
1: <laughs> I'm me it on stage tomorrow and be like. I'm in Kansas City, and everyone's like, "No."
0: I don't think anybody like if you if you were in Chandler and you said, "Hey, I'm love being here in Phoenix." I don't think you'd be like, eh.
1: "Oh, they wouldn't." No. Oh, I feel like I would have been offended, people.
0: Oh no, <laughs> maybe we're more easygoing in Arizona than.
1: <laughs> Shiny around to that too. We have seasonal depression here. Like, yeah. Our weather is like our people bipolar. Okay. It's
0: like you have any much how much snow we got here? You're getting the city right. <laughs>
1: You don't understand. It snowed last week. Now it's in the 70s. It's going to be like 35 on Wednesday. It's going 70, 73, 79, 35. That's the weather.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: We're a little bitter about
0: things. Well, us it goes like 80 degrees, 90 degrees, 120 degrees, 120 degrees, 118 degrees, 120 degrees, 120 degrees, and then 80 degrees, and then we're all wearing jackets and moon boots It's 80 degrees and just freezing out there. Like, where's my Ugg boots? It's too cold in this desert. Well, thank you so much after that little intro. (laughs) (laughs) So I talk about this podcast. It's a podcast by a dreamer for dreamers. I love talking about people out there going for their dreams, how they got there, what they're learning on the way, their origin story. And I would love, I mean, I know a little bit, but I would love for you to talk about your origin story, what your dream was. How you got into doing these incredible um social media videos which go crazy crazy successful, they're so much fun and let's start there.
1: that's a lot
0: <laughs> yeah, um, if you could wrap it up in about two hours, that's it about was a
1: gold, dark stormy night in the small city of Union Star
0: <laughs> was it Union Star, which was not near Kansas City? no no, no. <laughs>
1: Kansas City is the closest relative city that anybody knows about, so we call it that.
0: And anywhere else in the country, you could say the major city nearby, but not here. Not in the they city. They demand snow. There's too much snow. They require specificity. It's very different here. <laughs> um,
1: well, when I was a kid, I would always say I either wanted to be a singer, an actress, or a lawyer, or a singing actress playing a lawyer.
0: He's guilty. He's guilty.
1: And then one day while watching Crazy ex girlfriends starring Rachel Bloom, a show I love.
0: I love that show.
1: I was like, holy shit. She is a singing actress playing a lawyer. West
0: Covina, California. We weren't quite on tune there, but we'll work on it. I'm a little out. I'm we'll little work nasal, on it. Nasal. nasal. Okay. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I I I always wanted to like kind of do entertainment. I was always entertaining my family, and right. I feature these videos in my show, and I feature them like on my birthday and stuff. But since I was three years old, in town at the mall that used to be cool, now it's just a ghost town. But it looks really nice. But it's a ghost town. Mm-hmm. They would put on these things called fun flicks, and they had a green screen, and you got it lip sync to a song and no do a music video. Way yeah. So okay, I started doing that at the age of three. <laughs> And I did it until I think I was 12 was whenever I stopped. I think they stopped it then. And it was based off of back-to-school shopping. So if you spent so much money in the mall, you got to do a free video or mounted videos. Or you could pay outright. But, like, being the poor kid, that was something my parents could do for us. <laughs> and so it was just always a thing. And I always wanted to entertain, but I never wanted to go into entertainment i was like oh i need to go i wanted to be a psychiatrist uh so i went into school for that and then i switched to accounting for like one semester and I was like that is not for me you
0: know like good thing i have a therapy degree or one one year of a the therapy degree it to get like me through that two, okay two yeah i was like okay. finer
1: in in psychology at that mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. and i switched to communications. nice <laughs> nice standard degree <laughs> emphasis on public speaking so i am using my degree little bit, a little bit. I'm I'm using it in a. Circumstance
0: if by public speaking you mean public dancing,
1: <laughs> I really don't speak in my videos. I'm gonna be real. This. <laughs> Very. I'm speaking for my whole body, which is uh-huh. covered in school. It is not just your vocal.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you know that 92% there. of communication is nonverbal? The so, yeah. Uh,
1: it sounds like you're also a
0: communications major. Actually, I did take a class. <laughs> but I learned it all in one class. <laughs> I didn't need well. four years. You didn't
1: take that kind of classes I uh
0: Yeah. What kind of classes did you take?
1: Um, one was the best name for a class. Uh.
0: Free massages?
1: <laughs>
0: that sounds like the best name for a class.
1: It took me to laugh right into the mic.
0: That's fine. That's okay. Huh? It's got a governor on oh. there. <laughs> Hello. My name. Let's do the whole <laughs> interview like this. Hello. I'm so glad that you are here on the podcast. I would really like to hear more about your story. Um, the class was um the principals in oral uh performance. <laughs> so Elizabeth, you are a mother <laughs>
1: It was like something like that, where it was a double one, Chandra. It was my favorite. <laughs> Principles and oral
0: performance.
1: Something like that. It had oral in the word in the in the thing.
0: Every I... year, like forty porn stars sign up for that with the totally wrong idea.
1: And it was like it was an advanced class. Oh, well, Of
0: course, of course.
1: Stackhouse, that was
0: oral class. performance. Let's be honest, that that ain't for beginners. Stackhouse
1: was my favorite teacher at UMKC. That was like that. It it was such a good plot. Uh He would always make a joke about it. He's like, I'm surprised they haven't made me change it. But he goes, I think they don't understand. No. But that's the whole point of oral and communication. Yeah. Is that it has these double entendres within words, words within words, behind meanings, underneath, and the layers peeling back like an onion.
0: it sounded so beat poetry, like words, words, I speak, they flow, they do not flow back in, they flow out. Once their ripples affect through the sea of time, all ears that hear are then affected, and the ripple goes on through eternity. Ching, ching, ching. Oral principle fixations. Bing, bing. <laughs> Is that a glockenspiel? <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what I hope what was going for.
0: <laughs> bing, bing, bing. I've never seen a glockenspiel out of a, a beat poetry, that's...
1: Kind of beat poetries are you not going to
0: the non Glockenspiel kind? Really? Just, the snaps. Just the snaps. Mine literally has a sign snaps only, no snaps. Glockenspiels. What about Pearl? So you're a communications major. I feel this is going to yeah. take a long time to get through this story. Both our brains are always right on track. Yeah, <laughs> we always stay on top of it. We're like wizards. We're never on time, but we do show up precisely when we intend to. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you're jumping around majors. You were an entertainment uh, professional at the mall in front of the green screen. I was touring malls at this point. <laughs> touring malls. Hey, man! I have zero malls on my tour. Here, I am doing casinos like a schlub. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That's funny that you say that because I just like had a light bulb moment. Whereas, like as a kid growing up, I would because that was a big thing in the nineties. Yeah. You toured yeah. malls, and I would see that and I'd be like, "Man, I wish I could do that." So there's always a part of me that wanted yeah. to entertain, but I did do it. Look at me. I didn't even realize it.
0: You <laughs> not only did do it, you're doing it. I'm doing it right now.
1: All malls for hire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how do we go from um, jumping degrees to? <laughs> To this <laughs> to to whatever this is <laughs> to uh, convulsions <laughs> um, to uh, getting tased by a police officer
1: that's a common comment yeah that's yeah. the, the taste
0: okay
1: i yeah <laughs> i'm so glad that it's here right in my face Thank yeah
0: you. yeah uh so <laughs> we had a whole discussion about mic placement before okay so I, bring me up to speed. Okay, so yeah, communications. I, okay. It was in your blood. You're trying to do, do the legit um career. I,
1: would, I wanted a, a life. I thought I wanted You a
0: wanted life. a life?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought I wanted the corporate life. That was all I, I wanted. I grew up poor, so I just wanted stability where it's like
0: Some money coming in.
1: Nine to five, get vacation, a good place that respects you. And that's like I mean, that's funny, but like but yeah. that's <laughs> that's all I wanted. And then it didn't happen, and it kept not happening because I graduated in 2011. So, and every time I'd ask, like, why didn't I get the job? And they're like, Is somebody more qualified. And I'm like, it's an
0: entry level
1: position. <laughs> How could
0: it be more qualified for entry level? <laughs> it was, but
1: it was like all the people who were still residual from 2008, just yeah. like snapping it up. And then in 2013, uh, me and my husband moved out to California for me to just try acting, take some acting classes. Heck yeah. And I immediately fell in love. I fell in love before we even moved out there. I took, uh, I audited a class and I was like, this
0: is where I will. What class did you uh, audit?
1: Aaron Spizer Acting Studio. so Spizer Sturges Acting Studio. Um, but Aaron Spizer is the acting coach for Will Smith and Jennifer Lopez.
0: I remember that name because I think I looked up one of his classes once and it was like $87,000 for like an audit or something.
1: Oh, no. Their audits are free. And uh, I think they might be $30 audits.
0: Maybe maybe it was just eighty seven thousand dollars for me.
1: No, oh, no. I think <laughs> they're their, like, can you keep that out? We don't. I want
0: think their website had <laughs> some cookies tracking. No, really where good. Paul Green is looking.
1: Where I will stay with that acting class because I stayed there for so long and I love that. I still love them so much. They are affordable considering like all of L. A. classes and for the repertoire that.
0: Okay. Well, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I do remember visiting to that website, and there was he was like interviewing Will Smith yeah. and talking about um uh the one where he's like the last man alive with the zombies. Oh yeah, the... I Am Legend. Yeah.
1: yeah, I am Legend. That's me. I always said like when the coronavirus hit, I would be the last one standing.
0: Yeah. Never get it. And you were like, like, I have the cure, and you'd have the vial. If they would only listen.
1: <laughs> Come here, dog. Okay. <laughs>
0: That just work. reminded me of when he had to kill his dog because he got bit by the zombie people. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up.
1: They're having Iron Legend too now. Just
0: and so. it was so believable because Will Smith is such a good actor, thanks to the acting coach exactly. who you were studying with. Exactly. So did you actually get to take classes from him, or is the type of yeah. thing where only his lackeys do it? Oh, very cool.
1: He actually for a while because of how like the stuff did. He did some of the beginner ones because of like uh, laps and teachers and stuff oh, yeah? and everything. Yeah, he does not have like any sort of. He's very humble, I guess you should say. Yeah. Despite and he just loved helping new people. And so that's why like he's a little older now and he only keeps on from what I understand, Will Smith and J Lo because those were those were like his beginners. Right. Um but he he enjoys like in the class part because he likes seeing that young, ambitious and hungry, you know, yeah. like and people trying and like coming up in it. But I took his class, I audited his class and I fell in love with the studio. So I went to the studio. And that's where I studied most of my my time in and then while doing all that i found some stand-up and i've always been a big weirdo doing stuff like this all the time mm-hmm. and sure enough as soon as i committed to like saying okay acting's acting's the thing that's my backup plan i like acting like the other stuff didn't work acting's my thing um, i
0: love how acting is the backup plan exactly. <laughs> hey, if this corporate job doesn't <laughs> work out I can always fall back on that acting career.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I tell people I'm like, they're like, "What's your backup plan?" I'm like, "No, this is it. Like, no, no, no. I failed at the other
0: stuff. That maybe, a, maybe a Wheaties commercial. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll get some resid. <laughs> get some of that envelope money they're it's all about talking about. A, three six cents a month. Yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, that'll help me get through the through the rough times. Keeps me keeps me up and going. <laughs> <laughs> Pays that rent. So this is okay. So timeline. So this is 2013. 2013
1: is when I moved there. Okay. Uh, so
0: you're still figuring out. You're married. We didn't. Yeah. Really talk about that element. So when did that happen? Uh, nine nine oh nine. Nine nine oh nine. September ninth, two thousand and nine. Okay. Yeah. So you were married. Um, and then I heard 2011. So you've been married a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Husband supports you. Moved out to L.A. You're taking acting classes from Will Smith's acting coach. No big. <laughs> no big. <laughs> That's why you're going to slap me in the face later. When did they teach you that class? I had to make one joke about it, all right? Can I get one? Can I have one? They won't even give me one. So anyway, so that's 2011. 2013 is where we're at. Okay, so you're married. Have you had any kids yet? Are you no. managing that?
1: My, oh. daughter, my daughter was born in 2016, my older one. Okay. Um, so yeah, we were out there for a few years, and then we we're like, okay, I guess we'll try adding a kid to this mix, because yeah. we've been married by that point, by the time pregnancy happened. Like six years. Okay. That was a good waiting period. I mean, we were still so young. So right. it's like, you know, we were in no rush. But then she came along.
0: And then she came along. And, and this I, is still in L.A. Yeah.
1: And okay. I appreciate that experience. I feel like because I hear a lot of like people in L.A. talk about how they want to hold off the family or whatever, like they might have their partner and they actually do want to have children. If you don't have children. Cool. Don't have them because they're hard enough for people who want them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm not I am not surprised when kids are dropped off at fire stations. Okay. No judgments here. Uh, I didn't do it. It never happened. I'm just saying I understand. Uh-huh. You get it. I, empathize. You get it. Yeah. I will never judge somebody if that's the right choice for them. So if you don't want <laughs> kids, don't get them. Uh-huh. Um, it's a lot of work, especially if you're the woman. Um. So but I appreciated it. Because afterwards, like, and during the process, because I just love pregnancy and women who are pregnant, like, I just think it's empowering. Like, I always thought it was beautiful, empowering. And so then, when I was pregnant, I felt very empowered, and I was already on like my self love journey because I, yeah. I had like body dysmorphia and a lot of like mental issues about my body, and I worked on that for a lot of years. And pregnancy, like, and then giving birth, because like, dude, creating life, like, <laughs> superior
0: Come species. On. Just... What's next, life? <laughs> Oh, life! I created life. I did it. What are you gonna do now?
1: Give me a planet, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Told a little bit of the Mormon belief system. <laughs> I can there.
1: crack the jokes, okay? <laughs> Nobody else. Um but, <laughs> um. but yeah, it was just like really empowering. Like I was definitely not the body that I had my whole life. Sure. And It was different, but it was wonderful and it was strong, and I loved it. And then I got booked for jobs because I had this mom bod, and I was like, Well, why wouldn't I love this job? It just booked me $4,500. Well, okay. There we go. But yeah, you, know.
0: well, you got $4,500 for a job commercial. Yeah.
1: It was non union, too. That's what's up. That was my Yo Play commercial.
0: I don't think I've ever come close to $4,500 for a film shoot, and I've had some pretty big roles. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, this is not about me. Chainsaw uh, me to watch. <laughs> And it's a commercial, <laughs> yeah, for if, for, if for if ice non-union. cream, <laughs> not an ice cream commercial where I'm chainsaw number one. Um, that's awesome. Okay, so you start you're booking commercials now. You're out in L. A. You got a baby. You're working through the body dysmorphia stuff. Now you're loving your female body and its power to create life. You are God and Goddess. Uh, okay. And then yeah. what happened? Yeah, and what, then, what happened? Then what? What? what, then, what, happened what happened <laughs> then what happened
1: was? What happened was? I mean, and I don't want to like skate over all that. That it was like all hunky dory. Like I remember, right before I got that big commercial, I was ready to move back here um, to Missouri, but not in the way that I did two years ago. But in a I'm gonna give up fail way mm, because yeah. I just like I wasn't making any money. And it was just, you know, I just had a baby. So I was like, now we have another expense. And it was just, it was a lot. And then I finally got a part time job. And I was like, okay, cool. This is enough to get expenses. And then I lost that job right before, the day before I got the audition for that $4,500 job. Oh, yeah, it was the day before I lost it and I had an audition. They, fired me and i had to go to another audition and i'm like crying all the way to la because i live in orange county and i'm like good thing there's traffic so i can cry and then put my makeup on and then go be funny because it's an improv audition and it was for like an improv like show benefit thing and i paid and i didn't
0: get it but okay you're really happy because you just ate pancakes (laughs) i used to i just got fired from ihob (laughs) yeah And
1: then the next day I got like a last minute audition for that and I looked at it. I was like, oh, this is perfect casting yeah. for me. It was like one of those I was like, that is a very good role for me. yeah. I was like, yep, I'm there. It went there It was the same day audition and then I got the call back. I think it was just a couple days later. It was one of those that did move pretty fast because sometimes in LA it's like you get it's like you get a yeah. yes a month later and right. you're like, what you know
0: or you get a nothing a month yeah. <laughs> did I ever hear back from that <laughs> audition? <laughs> No, that was two months ago. I probably didn't get it. Then you, like, see it on television, like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get that one.
1: <laughs> that was like I always tell myself uh, I have one day to get excited about a role in an audition. Oh. If I don't hear back the next day. I forget about it. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, so it could be a, a day, a month, a year. I'd oh, my
0: gosh. Like, what, I might be I too know. jaded because... <laughs> The second I submit it, I forget that I've even done it.
1: <laughs> You're like, I'm over.
0: I've I've gotten like callbacks and stuff, and they'll be like, "You got a callback for the?" I'm like, "What? When was?" I? I have to like going to my email and be like, "Oh right, that thing. That was, was that three PM three. Today? That was three days ago. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I remember I did a whatever. What was I wearing? Let's see.
1: <laughs> I give my whole, myself a whole day of hope. So maybe that's good. That's a good.
0: Okay, a day of hope.
1: <laughs> One day of hope, in our St. Mary christian i don't i don't know catholic candles that's what now
0: No, you know mormon stick <laughs> yeah. with stick with what you know you know the mormon jokes okay. and the getting the pa- planet yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> getting the planet jokes
1: <laughs> but yeah i'm like i just don't want to gloss over that it was just like oh easy pancakes along the way like clearly from the start it was 2013 when i started entertainment as a career and now it is 2024 11 years later like it's it's struggle guys the struggle's real. The struggle's real. Um, but yeah, along the way, um, 2019, I think the fun thing was I quit my office job. So that was the-
0: Wait. Because I, I heard you got fired. Then you got the commercial. So yeah. then you got another job.
1: Yeah. So shortly after, so I got the commercial. That kept me for a while because $4,500 was like four months
0: for me. Um, my standards, You were living cheap yeah, in L.A. My
1: standards were low, yeah. We...
0: $4,500 is like two weeks for a lot of people yeah, well, in L.A. Do you want to know how much my rent was? How much was your rent?
1: We lived in Brea, California, which is a beautiful, nice little place. And it was like walking distance to Target, Sprouts, and the mall. We paid um, $1,000 a month for a one one bed, one bath. And then we moved up to a two bed, one bath, and it was
0: $13.50.
1: Until the same, we moved. (laughs) <laughs> it, was very, it was very hard to move because oh, well, they know we won't be able to move back. It'll be double. Oh, yeah. Because the the owners were just nice and they never, like, upped it. And I know in California you can only up so much in sure. time. But, like, as soon as people are moving out, they were selling our apartment for 2200 Oh, I bet. I bet. It's nuts. Uh, but, yeah, lived very cheap. So the 4500 lasted for a while. And then I got a – because I always took, like, little temp work or part-time work or whatever. And I found this part-time job with Visit Anaheim, so the city of Anaheim. And it was part time. I was like, okay, I can do that like a couple days a week. um, Not big deal. And I go in and then it turned into a full time position. And I was like, well, if I do full time, I know it's going to take away from everything else. But I will have money to fund all of these like little videos and parodies I do. So what shall I do? I was like also doing Instacart at the same time. And so I was like, and I'm making almost the same money doing Instacart, but Instacart's freedom. But like also it's not stable. What should I do? And I ended up taking the job. I talked them down to only having me work four days a week instead of five. And it was, I'm very smart. It wasn't an easy job. I'm just very smart.
0: smart. They're very smart. I'm very intelligent. I'm one of the smartest people that I know.
1: I don't want people to know this, but I'm just.
0: I'm not just a dancer. Not only can I dance with my body, but my mind can dance circles around (laughs) equations and complex problems. (laughs)
1: I took an IQ test on the internet.
0: <laughs> I took an IQ test and it said, you have broken us. We cannot even respond with a number because we cannot calculate the extent of the IQ that has just answered these questions. I took a personality test and the results came back negative. <laughs> I thought
1: you were going to compare yourself to a Disney princess oh, yeah. or something. <laughs> Why
0: a Disney princess? Where did that come from? I I took a personality test and the results came back Cinderella. Because I'm always forgetting my shoes. Because
1: I always have mice in my apartment. (laughs) I like to clean other people's shoes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's try to stay on track here brainiac yeah that is a good that is a good bit okay so you so, have the job you're doing you're yeah. working full well wait it's so the, did you end up working full-time
1: yeah it's four days a week so it was full time but like reason part of the reason i took the job is because like i could tell i was overqualified for it but they knew because they asked in the interview like what my five-year goal was and i was kind of hesitant because nobody ever wants to say they're an actor or comedian or whatever right especially like, not in la yeah because yeah. they're like oh you're flaky but they kind of kept pressing, and I could tell that they thought like I was just like a 28 year old with no five year plan. And I go, okay, I'm just going to be honest. I make YouTube videos, and like my goal is, and I kept it to that because I feel like it's a lot easier for people not in the entertainment industry to like grab the concept of just doing YouTube videos or being yeah. a stand up. And I'm like, I do stand up comedy and I make YouTube videos. And like my five year goal is that I'm doing something with that. And I, and, Shit, another light bulb moment. Five years, because I took that job in yeah, twenty eighteen. And so, yeah, twenty
0: twenty-three. We name? are at six years. Is, so yeah. you missed your five year goal. <laughs> I'm beyond it. Man. You're in quit now. I, know. I, quit my well, job. I only projected out five years. I don't know what to do in year six.
1: That's why it's so hard. Maybe I'll
0: get into construction.
1: <laughs> it's gonna get wild.
0: Yeah. I've always wanted to be an architect. <laughs>
1: Building shit,
0: yeah. I don't even want to build it, I just want to <laughs> draw it. You build that, you spelled that, and I'll draw it. You sell that. I don't want to like hammer stuff, I just want to write it on a piece of paper. Um, so that's very cool. So, you okay? So, we didn't really talk about how you started doing the YouTube video, so you started doing stand up, but then you you also started getting into YouTubing sketches, all oh. of this stuff.
1: I've done that for since YouTube existed, but like not seriously. That was always my regret. And that's why I attacked TikTok when TikTok came out in 2019, because when YouTube came out, somebody told me I did like a medley of music and I it was a workout thing and it was a lip sync and I did it, whatever. And they're like, you should put that on YouTube. And I go, what's
0: YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know. What I want to put it on MeTube. <laughs> it was
1: 2008. So I put it up and in 2008, I got 16,000 views. why? Back then, that's a lot of real estate.
0: Like yeah, that's, yeah.
1: yeah. And I made like a couple other videos. Like I did a Britney Medley and I think that one got like six or eight thousand, like a little less, but a little. And then I did one that was I I I privated it because it was ding fries or done, but it was to Peter. It was lip syncing. Remember Peter from Family Guy? Oh, okay. La, 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 la. You know, he does that bit, and it was very funny at the time. It was 2008, and I like lip synced that, and I can do like crazy eyes and stuff it was always something but like looking at it now like later on i was like i could see that somebody might take offense to this so i'm just gonna take it down without anybody telling me to i don't care if it's funny or not i just could see how it could be hurtful to somebody even though i wasn't being hurtful with it so that's also a lesson to some assholes and too prideful to take down their stupid shit that's not that good anyway i hope we can cuss
0: i never take down any of my shit (laughs) I have a whole video where I insult every race, gender, <laughs> sexual orientation. That I have your been, whole but I <laughs> have been flagged on every. <laughs> I have been canceled, but I will not take it down. By the way, that's a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't have that. Other than just my general offensive nature. Now
1: well, that's the thing. I'm like, if you're if you're a comic, is choosing to be offensive, like that's your thing, like you yeah. don't care. But if you're somebody who's like, oh, I can get like when I was 18. Probably not appropriate because I'm 18. I haven't lived. I haven't met people. I don't know. And right. you grow up and you're like, oh, whatever. So I do feel bad for kids these days because they're putting all that stuff out there. But anyway, so YouTube came around. I posted some stuff and I did like okay, like yeah. some views, but I never kept consistent. I would always like want to. And then I would make videos and there was so much that I never posted just because I was just like, mm, I don't know if I want to post this. It was weird that like thinking about that. There was that hesitation even back then.
0: Were you like Brahms where you would complete a work and then not like it so you'd burn it?
1: Yeah. Well I you're just
0: comparing yourself to Brahms. I don't like, nah. I
1: don't know who Brahms is, oh, okay. I'm, I'm not, not that smart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm more intelligent. That's more fact based, which yeah. is actually not intelligence. It's more pop culture stuff,
1: like Brahms just you know, random one of the most memorization.
0: Famous classical composers ever. He's like a Mozart uh, or a Beethoven.
1: Okay. What are you talking about?
0: Johannes Brahms? No, Johannes.
1: Johannes. No. That's Johannes.
0: Brahms. That's Bach. Yeah, I know. No. I know his last oh. name.
1: Wait, I thought he was Johannes, Johannes Mozart.
0: It no, that? it's Wolfgang Amadeus. Oh. oh, that's right, Mozart.
1: I remember this only from Little Einsteins because they do music a lot. Frederic Chopin. Other than that, I do not
0: know classical music. Okay, we can move on. Anyway. We can move on for my comparison.
1: But so YouTube, I never, I wanted to. It right. was like, but I, I said no. And I never really, like, I just denied myself before I even tried. Yeah. And then I remember when Vine came out. And I was like... Oh,
0: Vine.
1: I was like, uh, anybody can be funny for six seconds. That's stupid. Oh, yeah. Those are my exact words about Vine. I could have been famous already. <laughs> like, that's the point. Anybody can be funny for six seconds. So why don't you just put yourself out there and be funny? And then, like, Facebook had always been out. So I didn't use Facebook for that purpose. Instagram, I, I started to use Instagram... Um, for that social media purpose to like try and grow because people were growing on on Instagram, but by the time I was trying to do it, it was already oversaturated and reels weren't out yet. And this whole time, I kept posting random things to YouTube. It was never consistent. It was just I like to make parodies and I would make these elaborate music videos as elaborate as I could make them. yeah and um, and like when I had my first daughter because I knew I would be out of like acting class and stuff, I committed myself a week before giving birth that I would put up an episode on YouTube every single week, and I edited a video while in active labor at the hospital and then posted it a day she And
0: that's how you become successful. I bow to you. My sacrifice is not worthy. I'm like, there was this one time I ended a video until four in the morning. You're like, yeah, I gave birth.
1: <laughs> she she was crowding. Like, it's just like, hold on, just one more edit.
0: Transition, transition, <laughs> tighten up the music. <laughs>
1: sound effect, re- <laughs> sound effect, <laughs> color and, correction. <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, so I named my daughter Stacy. Because I indeed have it going on. Uh-huh. Um, that that name was agreed on while me and my husband were dating. I made a suggestion and he was like, Yeah, I like I it.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: kind of like just put it out there. And he was like, Yeah, definitely. I get it. I see mm-hmm. it. I'm mm-hmm. like, God, mm-hmm. this is why I'm marrying you. And uh, I, was, I was at that point also trying to get like some kind of internet, like trying to just do something, create something, because yeah. I knew I had something to create. So how on earth could I get it? Because I wasn't getting acting jobs. So, like, how can I get something, you know? Um, so I started creating more on the internet, I guess, at that time. Because when I went to the hospital to give birth, I did do the running man challenge, which was popular at that point, And I did it in my hospital ground. And I was like, this will for sure go viral. It did not go viral.
0: But you did contract some viruses. <laughs> while you were running around a hospital pregnant. While, you're immune, <laughs> while your immune system is compromised. Yeah.
1: Everyone – well, so I I re- I've reposted that video later after uh-huh. having more followers, and now it has gone viral of course. many times. Right, right. And people are always like, you're not wearing any shoes. <laughs> and so when I gave birth to my second daughter, I made sure that I kept my shoes on in the video, right. even though I could have used that algorithm. You boost.
0: caved, Elizabeth. You it. caved to your viewers. <laughs> you, let them, you let them tell you who you are. You'd be like, no, I do not wear shoes in hospitals. That's my thing.
1: They wiped my feet when I got into the bed. Actually, I took a shower. Like, you know, like, had a shower in suite. Okay. I took a shower and I went into the bed.
0: She's uh, giving birth in luxury here. She had her own shower in her room.
1: It was orange County. And,
0: uh, and breath mints <laughs> on the uh, pillow for when you're giving birth.
1: I brought a bowl of 100 grand um, for the nurses and said, You guys are worth 100 grand. Oh, precious. I love giving gifts. Oh.
0: Which I do agree. I had an amazing gift basket waiting for me in my hotel room, which was compliments of Elizabeth uh, Weigert here, um, which was amazing. So you're giving birth, you're making YouTube videos, <laughs> you're in L. A. Yeah, let's try
1: it. Try it all. I yeah. just I'm throwing my hat in every possible way I can fathom that my art will take me. Yeah. And there's still now times that I see somebody using their art in a way that i could probably use mine that way as well and i think about i'm like oh i should do that and then i'm like no because that's not my thing like i can and i get it and i appreciate that humor but that's not my thing it's okay if it is like because there are some things that's inspiring you're like oh yeah i should definitely go do it's a different feeling but like at that point i was literally just tossing it into every which way and that's why whenever tiktok happened I knew it was going to be something and I was like finally a new social media I'm getting on the ground floor because the whole point if you can get in early you can still make it even now but like if you get in there early you get the edge just because you're the person on there creating content but like I was telling you earlier I was I was doing three posts a day every single day seven days a week um for six months before I went viral up until that point, I had some videos, like some that did really well, like for me at that time, like maybe a video that got 10,000, but most of them were around like 400 views, which is yeah. still like, for me, I was like, I always imagined like, what if 400 people were in a room listening to me? Right. That's Fan freaking tastic. Like I will take that any day. Um. So I don't care if a video gets 50 views or 50 million views. Like to me, that's just like incredible that people want to hear me. Um. But like, For a solid six months, I just was cranking them out. In some videos, yeah, they'd get ten, twenty thousand 20,000 views, but I don't think I ever got something over 100,000 views until February 2020 when I put on the gold leotard. That one got 400,000. But if I'm like, don't exactly quote me because I'm not that obsessed with my numbers, but I was paying attention to them because I was purposely trying to grow and I was learning and I was watching and I was just digesting TikTok and through all of this I quit my full-time job so I stayed at Visit Anaheim and go back to what I always wanted the corporate job where you're loved and respected and an office that was primarily women 80% women for the best place in the planet it was Anaheim like yeah. Disneyland was a freaking partner like right. I got to go to an event for work Jason Derulo was putting on a private concert for like 100 people he was right here Next to my face, Jason Derulo.
0: I got to. Do you have the same feeling being close to him as you do being this close to me, though? Because you're also this close. Why are you laughing? I don't. I don't understand why you're laughing so hard right now. I almost lied, but I just couldn't. <laughs> don't worry. Couldn't. Your laughter said everything. I also took a communications class. And I picked up on all the nonverbal cues, and there was nothing about oral participation, (laughs) advanced oral satisfaction, or whatever that class was called, about that reaction. So I do not hold the same value in Elizabeth's (laughs) eyes as Jason Derulo. No offense. I was screaming
1: like a 12-year-old girl. It was so wonderful. His abs were just in my face. It was beautiful. And, like, I got to go to Disneyland for the same thing. It was, like, a a work event. They closed Disneyland. There was only 4,000 people. It was just a section of Disneyland all the way to Star Wars. So for, like, uh, Tomorrowland and, like, Wild Wild West area, Frontierland, and over to Star Wars. 4,000 people in that section is, like, nothing. Yeah. And it was lined with free food for everybody to try because it was a huge tourism event. And I'm, like leave i'm doing this and then i was quitting like and they knew i was quitting and i was leaving and they still let me go like that's Uh, how great that company was yeah and i love them for that reason because i was like i could not be satisfied with something that is checking literally every single box i could ever want in something corporate then it's never gonna work right like i have to do something in the arts and entertainment whatever the capacity that is and so at that point i'd already put in my notice and like and i said i'd wait until um they hired somebody so I could help train them, but I would work from home, and it was like a whole thing. But um, and then after that, the day that was supposed to be my last day, I had an audition, and so I had to like postpone my last day because they were taking me out to lunch and everything, and went on this audition. I ended up getting it. It was the body double for um, Patty Labelle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is a body of a seventy-year-old uh, black woman. Didn't you, <clears throat> icon? <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I didn't know that until later. It was for the mass Singer. So whenever they do, like, the promo stuff, they need a body double because they're not paying those people, be- you know, the celebrities to do all these, like, little weird things in the in the, in the costume, yeah. Yeah. So I was her body double. And then because of that, I got invited to the uh, rap party. And I'm, like, doing karaoke with Ken Jung, And I'm, like, what is happening to my life right now? And it was, like, literally a week after I left my job. And I was, like this must be a sign Yeah, I'm making good choices. And it, yeah. and it hasn't been easy. That was 2019. And it's, it's been four years. Yeah, four Um, and a half. Um, it's been four and a half years since then. And there's been a lot of ups and there's been a lot of downs. And sometimes it's really hard. Like last year, it was just like that the last end of the tail end of 2023. It was hard to see the ups, even though I knew there were so many. It was just hard to see them because sometimes you have those moments. But it's like, I feel like every time I kind of have those big commitments where i'm just like okay i need to drop this thing that's safe and then go over here i get rewarded in some facet of you're doing the right thing you're in the right spot yeah keep going just keep trying you you got this okay
0: yeah yeah
1: so that's kind of the story oh but in those four years that's i i mean so i quit the job and then tiktok started it was about the exact same time yeah and i started doing tiktok and I just kept doing that. And then one day I put on a leotard and that ended up taking over all my content. <laughs> I did I did so much different. I'd like, I would riff and do jokes. Some people did like my day in the life or like my riffs and takes on life. Like they would be decent. They weren't as good as the leotard, but they would do like, okay. And so was like, oh, well, people like hearing me talk. Yeah. But after a while, it's just really fun to do the leotard stuff. And especially because it was during the pandemic and then just getting to like go outside especially as an entertainer cuz we didn't get to go on stage. Like, right. Yes. Yeah. People don't understand how hard it was for us, especially if you're an extrovert, but if you're an entertainer and your whole job is just getting reactions from people. Right. And you can't even be around anybody. I got to go outside and do this and have my husband film me and I could watch the cars and the people just like <laughs> like this the face of just like confused or the face like laughing or the honking or the and I would a lot of times I would always go Another day doing the Lord's work. That was always my catchphrase. <laughs> doing the Lord's work. Yep, Here we yep. go. I don't say it anymore because I feel like people are like, oh, she's preachy. But I'm like, that's what I used to say.
0: <laughs> right. I'm
1: like, I'm either going to come off that I'm super religious or I'm anti religious. So I don't say that anymore, but that used to be my thing. Just, Another day doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Ah, dancing with Leotard and getting it crazy. That was my way of performing. And, and
0: that's what Jesus did. Yeah. Just this... put on that Leotard as <laughs> <laughs> out there <laughs> multiplying busting, fishes. Busting it. <laughs> You know he Blessed <laughs> are those who gyrate. Oh, 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 oh. Blessed be the
1: fruit. <laughs> I don't mind lightning strikes. They'll happen one day. I don't care.
0: So that's amazing. So let's let's uh hold back a little bit. I would love to just so again, I I'm all about dreaming. It just fascinates me. People have dreams who go for them. All of those ups and downs that you talk about, the struggles. So let's dive into some like philosophy. What is your sort? what is your personal philosophy beliefs feelings around going for dreams going for big things just what instinctively comes to mind with that
1: Well right now I'm working on just being happy mm. Um primarily I am pretty happy and I put that out there like, yeah. I'm very happy and I always you wanna,
0: say that. <laughs> You always love it when you need to tell people I want to remind you, I actually am very happy. <laughs> well,
1: it's true because, like, I mean, very sadly, you see people like Twitch, where it just puts out so much positivity and then their life is over. Yeah. And you, it hurts me to know that there's people in pain. And so I always say, and I'm not in that, like, kind of dark manner, just like, you know, I have so much in my cup. It's, you know, my cup runneth over.
0: Oh. I am benevolent <laughs> unto all of those who need to sip from my surplus. Come, place your tongue upon the rim of mine cup.
1: Come, suckle from my bosom of happiness. (laughs) I will feed the generations to come.
0: Use your oral present preparation to suckle upon.
1: To suckle upon my communications.
0: I shall give you drips as my cup that (laughs) overflows.
1: I can't, it.
0: And you're like, now I need a drink of water. Now I actually need to suckle from the cup.
1: Yeah, that was getting me thirsty. I
0: think that's, uh, you know, we're joking about it, but I I really found that as well, that if I can't be happy right now, no amount of success, no amount of fame, no amount of money, no amount of anything else will increase happiness if I can't learn to be absolutely grateful with everything that I have right now, everything that I don't have, um, the relationships as they exist right now, my level of income. and so, And I do find that, that actually does help me as i pursue my dreams to actually be pursuing them from a place of happiness and joy as opposed to a place of i hate my life is <laughs> the worse i'm so sad i don't have enough everybody's screwing me over resentment blah blah blah, blah. let's go get some dreams so that i can finally find some happiness mm-hmm. elsewhere you know it's the whole wherever you
1: yeah grass is uh, always greener
0: yeah it's like wherever you wherever you go there you are you know and so i think about that a lot i'm like I have big dreams. There's things that I desire that I think would be great experiences to, to realize in my lifetime. But then I also go, but let's not, you know, start thinking that that's where the happiness is.
1: Yeah. And I think that's where I kind of, I spent so much time reading self-help books.
0: Oh, and, me too.
1: And getting that. And they were very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> for myself
0: the, wait the self-help books were helpful they were helpful i remember the first time You're like wait a came- minute i'm getting help from this i'm supposed to be getting it from myself first time i came across the
1: self-help section at barnes and noble i think i was like 18 and it hey. says self-help like yeah. section and i go why do you need to help yourself like what are you helping yourself doing and right. I was so confused yeah this, like pit, like just give me a little 18 year old you know, no real life problem. I mean, I had life problems, but I didn't see them. I right. was using my mask twenty four seven. But, but like that helped a lot in a lot of transformation. I feel like you know we're always just transforming as who we are and whatever stage. And you know, be kind to that other person. Like the people who I was that person when you're you're diving in all these self help and you're you're elevating and you're like, yes, I can believe in anything. Yes, I should manifest all these things. And it is working to a degree, but it's not like I still don't have a million dollars. And I've been right. saying that for like four years. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I am a millionaire. I am a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I keep saying it. It still has a manifest that's supposed to happen faster than that. Yeah. But like I think over the years I'm now in this transitional thing of realizing that I'm not like not giving up on my dream. And I don't think of it as a dream. I think of there's like there's things like you just said there's things you want to do that'd be like, oh, that'd be a cool experience. But also, you can't experience every single thing in life. It's impossible. There's too many things. We don't have enough time to experience every single thing. I do hope, I, I always have hope for the most part, most days, <laughs> 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 that those things probably will come. And sure, I'd love for them to come faster. Sure. But if they don't, they don't. And if they never come, my my focus just right now is just like finding the happiness and I think more so recognizing the success I am having because I think part of my kind of recognizing more downs is that I just like I just see the downs and then I forgot how much I've done just in the yes. past year and I have to look at it. I have a big calendar that's a year at a glance calendar and I write things like and I write my uh, numbers at the beginning of the year and the end of the year. And it wasn't until I wrote my numbers at the end of the year and I saw how much my channels grew. And I was like, holy shit, I am amazing.
0: I am the greatest.
1: (laughs) I create life.
0: I now need a bowl for my water. I need two planets. (laughs) I can create life. My cup is running over. And now I need a two liter. (laughs) Give it to me.
1: well like i try to i just try i'm trying right now to focus on that part and the dreams i the dreams I hate the word dream.
0: oh well that's what I my mean, whole i know.
1: that's
0: what my whole podcast about she's like actually i hate the entire premise of your whole little podcast here i find offensive i'm still not deleting the video even though you find it offensive nice i'm still gonna keep it up they're gonna keep it up
1: yeah no, it's just like the transition I am in again, yeah. all about transitions of like where I'm in right now of dream. I d- like it's just how society like puts on dreams, oh, you're a dreamer, oh, because it's like a dream is something that doesn't happen right. And I don't like that connotation with society where like if I have this dream and I say, like, oh, I have this dream, like I want to be the star of my own sitcom. I want to be in a Marvel movie. That is something I used to not want to do. And people kept saying, I'm real-life Wonder Woman. And I thought they were joking over and over. And then I realized people were not joking when they said that. And I know Hollywood probably would never cast me looking like this, even though I could do all the effing stunts like any other 110-pound woman. Could.
0: Do you hear that, Hollywood? We are calling you out. I think Gal Gadot's had her day in the sun. Exactly. It is now time for a new sunflower. And her name is Elizabeth My God
1: Could you imagine a funny Wonder Woman? <laughs> Like Wonder Woman is a comedy.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all serious. What's the deal with all these criminals? I need to whip you into shape. <laughs> <laughs> so, and anyway. Anyway.
1: But it's like, yeah, I have those things. But I'm like, but I'm also satisfied if that never happens. But I would also be extremely satisfied if it did. Yeah. I'm not ever letting go of it. And I think it's finding that happy medium after listening to so many effing his self-help books where they're like, no, you can't have that medium. You have to either think that thing's going to happen or it's
0: not. If you have any self-doubt, then you will end up, (laughs) you must burn your ships like the Vikings and then you must conquer all villages. I'm like, well, what if I don't want to conquer villages? (laughs) What if I kind of want to get back on my (laughs) ship just in case I decide I don't want to be in this village anymore plundering?
1: (laughs) want To make it out alive, because that's too much yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, my standards are low. You keep telling me to have higher standards, but I can't,
0: <laughs> right? Well, I, and that's an interesting concept because you know, I think there is sort of an evolution of you know, there's like the, I got to go and achieve, go for these goals, and and I do think there's a little bit of like th- there's almost a sense of lack there, like if I don't do this, you know, my life is empty. So I need to go accomplish, 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 and until I have the New York bestseller, the condo in Maui, uh, you know, the the Porsche, the blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, once I have all of those things, and guess what? That big hole in my heart is gonna, is, exactly. is gonna, then my couple runneth over, and then it's like, oh well, maybe not. And so I, and I totally agree with that. And it's funny that you mentioned the dreams because it is a problematic term. It's a weird term mm-hmm. because it actually there is a definition for what dreams are. It's, well, like when you sleep, it's like what your imagination does when you're asleep, right? Or you're going to
1: be Miriam Webster on me since this is your podcast title, so you probably do verbatim. When it was...
0: <laughs> I've been called out on my own podcast <laughs> more by you. Yeah, give me permission You be so, <laughs> so terrible. This isn't supposed to be that type of podcast. So what are you really up to? Who the hell do you think you are in your little dreams <laughs> podcast, Paul? Do you even know the definition of dreams? Actually, no, I don't. I don't. I was kind of just going with the colloquial understanding as well. Just more of a general, a general understanding. Not so much. It's
1: like a demon <laughs> podcast where you're like, and dreams are. <laughs> Today's letter is D <laughs> for dreams. Miriam Webster states...
0: Merriam Webster. That's like delusion. the start of every Mormon talk. <laughs> Hello, brothers and sisters. I have been assigned to talk about dreams. I didn't Webster's want to be di- here today. Did, I didn't want to be here today. I was trying to avoid the bishop, but he caught me in the hallway, and here I am. Aww. Anyway, Miriam defines a dream as an imaginative state that occurs while sleeping. Yeah. I, I, made yeah. That up. I made that up. If you didn't actually know the definition, though, you'd be like, yeah, that sounds about the definition. Sounds like the know-it-all game for improv. Yeah, there you, you go. Mr. Know-it-all. No all. But, you know, but, I mean, we actually think what a dream actually is. It's like this thing that happens when we sleep, and some are nightmares, and some are weird and this stuff. And it's interesting that we then also use that as achieving some sort of fantasy almost. You know what I mean? Like, I like talking to you because I keep having these light bulbs.
1: Because now I'm thinking about dreams. Dreams are actually, because at first I was thinking it was an illusion, but dreams, if you go off of people who study dreams, is a communication between the subconscious and the conscious. So if it's a dreamer's podcast, it's you achieving what your subconscious already knows you should have.
0: And then if you study self-help, then you (laughs) need to program your subconscious (laughs) to believe. what? And then to burn your ships. And you must plunder every village or die trying.
1: (laughs) You're at So many times where I'm like, you read the stories and they're like, I was was about to give up. Right. And then I made it. And I was like, I've given up so many times.
0: Have you ever tried to force that and be like, I'm giving up? Yes, all the time. I did it. That's enough for me. I did it. Nope, I'm going to move back. To Miss Harvey, i given giving up I, on my dreams. Hollywood, man, I really thought that
1: was it, dude. I'm so getting, it's like I even got the commercial. I was like, "This is it. It's finally happening." Nothing.
0: I'm getting in my car. <laughs> Go back to corporate life. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to take that job. <laughs> I could sure use that role right now. But yours <laughs> are right. Like just off the top of my heart, I'm thinking of Steve Harvey and um Jim uh, Jim Halpert um John oh, Krasinski. Yeah. Both of them. Like Steve Harvey was literally like driving back to wherever his hometown was and then gets a call like, hey, can you come host at the Apollo tonight? So instead of going home, he drives to New York. And then that like and then same with John Krasinski. It was like, well, you know, I was in New York two years. I was like, yeah, only two two years. And was that any hard? Sorry, I'm not resentful at all. And then it was like, you know, he's almost done. And then, you know, he gets the office, you know, like that sort of stuff.
1: He doesn't deserve it, John Krasinski. I don't care about your ass.
0: You didn't put in the work.
1: (laughs) You were going to give up after two years. This isn't your real dream. Yeah. That Blunt was his dream. That was the real bait catch.
0: Yeah, and you're not getting her either.
1: Isn't that his wife?
0: You son of a (laughs) bitch.
1: I was like, I named the right pop culture. No, you did. You did.
0: (laughs) You did. That was the joke. Okay. Because it does have her. (laughs) Do you get it now? Maybe I should give up on my dreams. (laughs) I'm not funny at all.
1: I'm really excited to have Paul in my stand-up show tomorrow.
0: Maybe my subconscious is trying to tell me don't do jokes and don't do podcasts about dreams because you can't even define them. So, well that is amazing. I think that that, uh, that that's good. <laughs> That's good. Uh okay. so how about this? How about a little wrap up word of inspiration for everybody out there who's going for whatever word they choose to define um happiness and joy? We don't have to use the word dream since we don't actually know how to define it. Um <laughs> and yeah, just a little little close out word of advice to all of the peeps out there from the one and only Elizabeth Weichert. Put you on the spot. There's a lot of pressure. Can you handle it? Or are pressure. you gonna are you gonna pressure. buckle? Wonder Woman
1: um, uh, uh,
0: We can only do eight seconds because I can't afford the copyright on.
1: <laughs> I do do such good impressions in my parodies that I get copyright flagged because oh, just, yes. I, I really work hard to impersonate the singer and I'm, oh, like, oh, but... I'm not that good Come on, but, but apparently AI thinks I am anyway um, words of inspiration yeah you just gotta you gotta find the happiness right now you gotta look around so many times i would look around my small apartment in california and i would just be so grateful i like it, it was nothing special it was like a thousand square feet is that and i'd look around and i'd just see everything and i'm just like man this is a lovely little house with walls you <laughs> The ceiling is a cave in. If you guys didn't hear me earlier, I grew up poor. And <laughs> the ceiling wasn't popping down. And like, I just had nice things, even if they weren't the nicest. Like, other people probably, you know, had much more lavish things than I did or had mom and dad paying for their freaking LA apartment.
0: So yeah. a little bit of resentment there. <laughs> it's okay. I Must be nice, John Krasinski. John <laughs> Krasinski. <laughs> We're just gonna hate on him.
1: I going to have beef with him before knowing him. I love it. Um but yeah, just take a second and stop and look around and just be grateful. Whenever you're feeling happy or sad, just name some things you're grateful for. And I think that's the only way that you can really get through life as a whole and whatever you're going
0: for. I love it. I love it. Well thank you so much. Um if you happen to be in Saint Joseph, Missouri we are performing. Um, this will it will be tonight. Um, from when I air this, I'll be airing. We're filming it the night before, but um, I will be releasing it in the morning. So if you're in Missouri, Missouri, Uh, you can come out. You want to give a little shout out to your social media handles about the show, any plugs, and then we'll wrap it up.
1: Uh, at Elizabeth Weiker on all social media, it's Elizabeth with an S Weiker. It's so hard to spell, but you know I'm the only one. I'm at the point where if you just spell Elizabeth with an S, I pop up.
0: Oh my god. She is the only Elizabeth with an ass on social media. Oh, there's Elizabeth Moss. Oh, That's Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, forget her. Of Fred, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, she's not happy. She's not grateful for her thousand foot apartment. I mention that. So, anyway, you are the one and only Elizabeth Weichert. Forget Elizabeth Moss. All right, you are the one and only. And thank you so much for coming on to the Paul Green Comedy Podcast. Looking forward to the show tonight. I appreciate you so much. You're so great. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope your dreams are going well out there. Uh, You're finding happiness uh, in the moment, in the journey. And uh, I will definitely uh, be checking in with you tomorrow. And thank you again. Love you all so much for listening. And we'll talk to you soon.